Greetings, salute and welcome, lady beings, gentle wanders and other creatures of the night. This is the Truth or Death podcast created by Lola Hamilton and Ebel, your hosts to diversify your life. It's time for insights on the creative arts scene, hacks and tools for healthier living and hearing stories from voices around the world to share their truth stories. Are you ready to dare your truth? A new episode of the Truth or Death podcast starts now. Hello, lady beings and gender wonders, and welcome to the solo episode where you just have me today. Oh my gosh, it's been a wild ride for me this year already, and I want to give you a bit of reflection on what has happened in 2022 for me so far. Um, my name is Elsie. Or Lola, known as former Gigi from the JDG and Sadu podcast. We have now changed the concept into truth or death, and today I'm going to take you on the road of my life in the UK. I've had some solo episodes before where I talked about my path and what I do and stuff, and today I want to talk about success from my side. Success is always the thing that society tells us you're successful when you won an award, when you've done a great mark, uh, when you've scored a certain score in whatever. But for me, success was never that. For me, success was always the road. Always the road and exploration of life. I'm turning 27 this year and I always hear from people, you've done so much, you've just, you know, have a crazy life. And to me, I have to say, it's never been crazy in any way. People just often compare their life to mine. And I think that's bullshit. Because first and foremost, you should never compare your life to an an artist way. Because what society and media often does is that, you know, people get glamorized on media. There's this celebrity culture status and all that kind of stuff. And I think that's bullshit because what comes for me before I see someone else in a different perspective for their art and craft, it's always the human side. Obviously, we have different privileges and backgrounds, and we all have a different story, but before someone else is placed into an actor label or artist label for me, it's all about being human. And I think it's really important that we hold each other accountable, because some actors become their ego. And I think that's very unhealthy. And I think we just simply need to advocate more on that sense to tell people off and to make sure that, you know, certain things just don't escalate so much. Um, I can't even tell you when I really decided to be an artist, an author. I only remember that... When I picked up my first pen and story, I was roughly 12 years old. That was before the internet became big. I'm still a kid of the 90s. And back then, it wasn't as much and wild with writing on the internet. I'm still from one of the generations where we got to explore everything when the apps just came out. And sometimes I definitely miss days where there was no social media and on the other side I love the access and privilege that it gives me to connect to people all around the world and 
yeah, have that symptom. However, um, the whole thing of being an artist and what I wanted to do was always ingrained in my my path, I guess. Um, but where I come from, I didn't have the privilege of being grown into an artist family. I had not. And I think it's really important that when we talk about the artist way and what it means to be an artist and choosing your art over and over again, that, you know, sometimes some people are born into artist families, so they have already a network. I never had that. Where I come from, it's very, very different. So I was born and raised in Germany, up north in Hamburg, and it's a little village near there. And the understanding of arts and craft in Germany is still very, very different compared to the UK or America. And I guess wherever you go in the world, there are differences in culture and exploration and all that stuff. But in Germany, it was always the thing of like, the moment you wanted to do something different, people just reject you straight away. And whether that is, let's say, the cosplay scene, where a cosplay is only seen as a cosplay once you do a character hand on hand, and some of your own creations aren't really respected. Or the fact that when you work in a theatre, a lot of directors are just looking down on you because you're just an assistant. And that is not okay. That was never okay. And it still happens. And I think it's absolutely bullshit to treat people as lesser just because they're an assistant or apprentice or whatever. We need to show more respect for everyone on every side, on the team that is helping in production. And you have productions where everyone really gets respected and where you can definitely see that the crew on all levels works really good together. And then there are still productions where it isn't the case. Um, I will go and dive more into that when it comes to the stuff that I'm doing with the IAM crew. But this is a separate, separate episode. This is just more of it from my perspective. And when we talk, for example, about diversity standard, I can definitely say that when we look on the outside, more people get casted as like, for example, black actors or Asian actors. Shout out to Shang-Chi because it's one of the best movies that is up there on the big screens. However, there's still so much happening where we need to make a change and bring more people in. And whether that's like diverse queer voices or diverse actors or flip the actor, the, the casting norm basically. Because what I often see as well, and that's something that I have to think about, is that most of my favorite actors are the iconic white boys. This is very radical spoken, but my attention span was mostly driven towards certain white actors. And that's something that I had to think about because what does that mean? Is that a certain type of character that I always look in? And then sometimes when I look at certain characters, they are always white casted when they are, for example, a kind of like, mm, let's say, the kind of like rogue, rugged, psychological, criminal kind of character is often quite white casted. 
Um, and obviously it depends on the production that you're looking in and sometimes you get completely productions where black people are casted but that is something that I had to think about and then also when it comes to for example queer stories queer stories are still very much coming out stories and when we see queer stories on screen it's like there's so much more to tell than just coming out stories like it would be nice if we just focus away from the fact that we always have to have a come out and just exist um but then on the other side queer writers don't get into the room queer writers don't really have a say in it in certain productions and that's something that i think still needs to change because even if you're an experienced writer let's say you're a white writer and like white heteronormative writer and you want to write a queer story and you're very experienced because you have done certain productions before that's cool but it shouldn't take so much to actually get queer people more involved and talk to queer people and make sure that certain queer people um get to have a say in it um i understand sometimes that it's also about the skill that the actor brings to the board but the bare minimum in my eyes is that you could still get queer people into the production process and make sure that queer voices are respected and represented. These are just thoughts that I want to share. Um, and it's simply my experience and my view. There's definitely so much good change already happening. But I'm just saying that we still can change up things more and i think also when it comes to women roles and women presenting roles we also need more women in leads and i think there's also a problem simply because sometimes people still follow the perspective that they have always written for example a heteronormative person and their experience will most likely write true to what is true to them. And I mean, obviously, I will write certain focus on queer stories and certain representation from what I know. But then the network is so huge, and especially for young writers, new voices, that we need to get new voices in and bring new concepts and views and change to the table because otherwise we're just doing the same thing over and over again and i wouldn't say it gets necessarily boring i would just say that sometimes i would just love to see something different um for example i watch actually quite diverse i try to avoid most big promotions on netflix for example i try to watch smaller productions from different countries this is obviously also a connection to what type of Netflix you have, because UK Netflix, German Netflix, and so on is all very different with different productions. But recently I've been watching a lot of Scandinavian productions and I feel like the drive over there is at least a bit more diverse when it comes to showing generation stories rather than always focusing on what we have seen before. Um, this might be a bit of a Scandinavian favoritism here, but what can I say? It's also my DNA. Um, yeah, I think it's just important that when you feel like 
no one has done this before, you should do it. You should be the first to do it. Because if we don't start writing new things or new perspectives or wherever it is that goes, how are we meant to change what art and stories mean to us in the 21st century? Because obviously the world is constantly changing and change is a big consistency. But just generally speaking, we need new voices and perspectives and mix it up. So if you're an artist out there or a creative person or whatever it is, I hope that you're creating just like myself and that you do not let yourself be taken down by anyone that tells you you can't be successful. It's really important to think about success as a value and not as a definition definition by numbers because I am very proud of what I have achieved so far and where I'm going with my life and what I want to do. But also, I do not let myself defined by all the numbers and success and all that kind of stuff. I'm proud of it. I appreciate it. But I do not let it get to my head ever. And that's something that I think is really important that we share that more as well. Because no matter how far you go, no matter how far you you want to come in life or where you want to be, um, it's really important that we... Always remember where we started. Always remember that, you know, sometimes the road takes longer because not everyone has the same privilege and access and wealth and all that kind of stuff. Um, so essentially, I hope that you don't give up, that you follow and pursue your dreams. And whether you're just someone that decided today that they want to write a book or that they want to paint a picture or that they want to... I don't know what it is. I hope that you do it for yourself and the love for art and creation because I think it's more needed than ever because we are, as artists, still often face the, like the, we often get talked down in the sense of like, oh, we're less worthy than the capitalist thinking and mindset and stuff like that. And I think that's also bullshit because essentially the world would be so much more great if art wouldn't exist. Like, if we look at art in the way, for example, of architecture, I mean, hello, hello, have you looked at it? People build so many cool buildings and um, it's everywhere. Art is simply everywhere and you cannot deny that. So I hope that you take that as an advice and you let yourself be inspired and that no one can tell you what success means. And now I know it feels often that sometimes success isn't like you're only successful once you're everybody knows your name. But even if you look at certain certain big like big artists, for example, let's take Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga is obviously I would say one of the names that is definitely out there. But I guarantee you that in some parts of this world, people don't know Gaga. Because, not, for example, not everyone has social media. Not everyone listens to the same kind of music. Like, some people are so specific in their genres. They won't listen to any pop music. They will maybe hear their name and stuff. Um, and I would argue that certain celebrities are definitely known more on the average scale than others. But you shouldn't think of success in the way of, like, everybody needs to know my name. 
I want to raise an exposure, obviously, because whenever I raise an exposure, it means that my message, my vision gets shared more. But it's not the, like, it's not the main thing for me. It never was. It never will. And I hope that you take that away from this episode about success. Wherever you are in the world right now, I hope that you create for yourself, that you do it for yourself. And if you want to work with me or Abel or my crew, you can contact us now because we are out there ready and waiting for you to work with us, to hear from you. I have to say at the moment it's only for Europeans because we are just getting started. At some point we will come to America, we will come to Asia, it will all happen in the future. Just give us a bit more time. We will come to your countries, we will visit you, we will create with you, we will explore you. And we will create art wherever we go. On that note, I hope you take care of yourself and I see, uh, I hear you next time on the Truth or Death podcast.